Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Unwritten Rule fans, you can catch us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Believe Unwritten and enjoy the show. On today's episode of the Unwritten Rule, football season is almost upon us. We are so close uh, to Mizzou football. We have some college football. We're going to talk about that in quick hits. Um, but Mizzou football is is getting ever closer um, to kicking off. Um, so we're going to do a little bit more preview stuff. Um, we have uh, some Senior Bowl watch list stuff. It's, it is watch list season after all. It's preseason hype season. Um, a couple of recruiting stuff. We did change in, in journalism, Big J journalism. So we're going to talk about that. Um, a little bit of men's basketball news. And then uh, another Carrick Jackson commit to talk about as well. So, uh, yeah, plenty to dive into for Mizzou football. We'll do quick hits. And then uh, it's we're going to finish with another Mount Rushmore. We have Mount Rushmore of movie villains. So that should be a fun one. I, I think I was trying to hype this up to to each other, you know, in the group chat and stuff before this uh, we're recording. So I'm curious to see what what names everyone has on their big boards. But, yeah, great show for you guys. Uh, plenty to dive into to start your weekend as we count down towards the first game for Mizzou football. The unwritten rule starts right now. Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for The Unwritten Rule, a Mizzou sports podcast brought to you by the Believe Network, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule. Today is Friday, August 25th, and Peyton, Kenny, it's almost that time. Mizzou football less than one week away at the time you're listening to this at the time you're we're recording here on Thursday uh there we're exactly one week away of course the Tigers get things started on Thursday night football under the lights for Field, South Dakota um coming to town not obviously the most glamorous first game of the season but that's you know how it goes in week one you play the cupcakes early um but yeah the hype is building um, we're going to, we're going to just keep previewing obviously, um, as, as the days count down, but gents, first and foremost, how excited are we week away from Mizzou football? We have college football this weekend. We have our armed forces going to probably get battered by Notre Dame and Ireland. I know Kenny has a beat later. I won't spoil that, but like, you know, college football, college football's back. Yeah. Um, uh, just get it over with, you know, whatever. No, it's fun. Um, I just Mizzou is really like this is the best team Mizzou has had under Drinkwitz. We've been able to say that um, the last two years, and it still has resulted in six and six seasons or six and seven, really. But I mean, this one especially, I mean, you return a vast majority of a defense that really showed up and showed out last year. Um, your O line is hopefully improved. Uh, you have Luther Burden with the year under his belt moving to his more natural slot position um, and ready to step up and be that number one target. Um, you have Brady cook either returning for his second year as a starter or Sam Horn, your really talented uh, hyped up recruit from two years ago, um, grabbing hold of the starting job. And that's, that has to be a positive sign either way. Um, it's all set up for Mizzou to take a step forward this year. It doesn't have to be, a massive, massive, I don't need to see nine wins this year. But if they can get themselves to a 
pretty solid seven and five with uh, a couple good wins under their belt. I mean, that's, that's definitely progress. And you bring in Juaneri, hopefully Wingo and a much better recruiting class next year. I mean, there's a lot to look forward to, but Mizzou has to get to that seven and five mark. You still kind of have to see it to believe it. Drinkwitz has not had an above 500 season yet. This is a, this is the year for him. Man, does seven and five sound good? It sounds mm-hmm. so much better than six and six. Just even just one number up, guaranteed above five hundred season. Even if you lose the bowl game, Drinkwitz hasn't won a bowl game yet. Of course, one of those bowl games was canceled due to COVID nineteen. But nonetheless, it's a good feeling going into this year. Uh, defense looks even stronger somehow, which is crazy uh, when you compare it to last year. A lot of transfers, a lot of guys excelling at their position over fall camp and in the spring. Uh, Peyton hit it, you know, hit the nail on the head with the offense, talking about Brady Cook. And a healthy Brady Cook is going to be something good to see early on as well, see how he can compete for that quarterback job. We talked about that last week. Other than that, just awesome to have college football back. Uh, This is our two more days until we have college football every single week until January. Uh, The national championship is also in Houston this this, uh, upcoming January. I did not know that until I was leaving the Texans game last weekend, and I saw the big (laughs) sign outside NRG saying it's coming home. Uh, so it'd be cool to see Mizzou win it in my hometown, uh, <laughs> but maybe that'll be in 20 years from now yeah. when Eli Drinkwitz is marching on the field with Brady Cook Jr. Um, Eli Drinkwitz Jr. Eli Drinkwitz Jr. as well at the tight end position. There you go. Um, Even though he doesn't have a son at the moment, I don't believe that's, that's true. He has two yeah. daughters. Two or Good three point. daughters. Um, Real dead. Yeah. It's... We're progressive. We're progressive. Maybe they, maybe one of them can be yeah. a star football player. There you go. It's 20 years from um, now. Maybe one yeah. will call the plays. <laughs> did did you guys see that this is just a side note but on college football starting the the guy who um tweeted like the i've just seen the week zero matchups and if you if you're not a fan of one of these schools you, you're oh, sick for watching that's uh that's in the ratio of the week man it's for oh my bad i spoiled way to yeah. be prepared we'll, we'll get back to it my bad um but anyway it's watch list season two um with with you know, the days kind of counting down. We have Mizzou, Mizzou guys getting on more lists. I know we have like, uh, we had Tyron Hopper make a couple, um, but we had the senior bowl, of course, at the end of the year, bunch of guys getting invited to that. Theo Wees, Darius Robinson, Ennis Rakestraw, Nathaniel Pete, Cameron Johnson, Tyron Hopper, Javon Foster, Joseph Charleston, Jalen Carlies, Chad Bailey, Chris Abrams drain on the watch list. I shouldn't say, you know, get in, gets an invite necessarily, but, um, a lot of guys with experience. You mentioned that defense, um, but yeah, watch list, watch this for the senior bowl is out. If you guys have any thoughts on that. I mean, like it, I, it seems like an event. I, it's definitely an event I've paid more and more attention to in like recent seasons. Um, but it, you know, it, it, it seems like it helps a lot of guys, but obviously it's a, it's kind of a weird, you know, you have to be in kind of a unique spot. It seems like to get invited to it, but you know, some of these guys, any, anyone kind of catch your attention in terms of who could benefit maybe down the road from this. Um, my first thought was, I can't believe that Ennis Rakestraw is a senior already. Uh, it feels like just yesterday, he it was a big deal that he committed here. Um, but hey, I mean, that's, I mean, and he's just been outside of his sophomore year when he got hurt and just banged up. It was a bad year. Um, he's been just a lockdown cornerback every step of the way. Um, and you look at that list, the defense, as expected, very well represented. It would not shock me to see a good number of those guys wind up there. Um, in particular, I think uh, Chris Abrams, Drain, Ennis Rakestraw, um, J- Javon Foster is a guy I know, uh, the guy that runs the Senior Bowl. I feel bad. I'm blanking on his name. 
but he has ha- he has talked about Javon Foster a lot. Um, Darius Robinson. There's a lot of good names there. Um, would expect a good number to wind up uh, at the Senior Bowl. And that Jim Nagy. That is that's the guy who runs it. I know he's tweeted a lot. Darius Robinson. He's tweeted a lot about. Uh, so Mizzou could wind up being very well represented at the Senior Bowl. Only one representative last season, and I think there was about eight last year on the watch list going into the year. A lot more to choose from, a lot more uh, senior talents that are going to be contributing this season. Of course, they just need to have a good year and be on the draft boards and get draw some draft buzz, buzz of course, to go. Um, but like you said, Jack, it does um, – it, it does like give some of these players like an extra level of, you know, eyes, especially from the scouting world. Of course, these scouts are going to see all these guys play at some point. Um, but if you look at the who's might be the backup quarterback for the Bears this year, quarterback out of Shepard. Uh, I know Peyton's really high on him and and he got you know, he got some good eyes put on him. Uh, got some good eyes on him uh, at the Senior Bowl this past year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's a it's good to have more names than we saw last year. Certainly it bodes well for those guys if they can have a good year. Um, the other watch list, of course, or I guess, you know, awards, preseason awards, you know, they give out these all SEC things. We had six guys from Mizzou, Javon Foster, Chris Abrams, Drain and Harrison Mevis, um, and then Luther Bird and Tyron Hopper and Darius Robinson. Interestingly, though, both SEC, both all SEC teams preseason, no Ennis Rakestraw. Um, you know, I guess was he and maybe anyone else uh, snubbed, and and do these seem kind of fitting for for where these guys ended up for these preseason uh, coaches, these all SEC teams? Um, yeah, Ennis Rakestraw, I think, was the big one where I was pretty surprised. I am a little surprised Luther Burden made it already, not because I don't doubt that he is that good. It's just the production. I mean, outside of touchdowns, it was a little spotty last year, and that's just what's going to happen. Uh, when you're a freshman, but I mean, there were still so many good signs that I can see why he was on. I was just a little surprised. Um, other than that, I can't really argue with a lot. I don't think Harrison Mevis should have been on there. He had a terrible year last year. There's just no way around it, but uh, I mean, he could, if he returns back to his freshman year level, um, then he absolutely, he should probably be first team. Be a lot of debates once the SEC stretches to 16 teams. It's gonna people are just gonna get even more pissed off that their names aren't on these things. They might have even have to stretch it to a fourth team because how many teams are gonna be circulating in these conferences, especially if you look at the Big Ten as well with their preseason um, teams. It's gonna it's just gonna be a head scratcher sometimes. Um, one thing I'll mention about Luther Burden, Peyton did mention the touchdowns. This tweet comes from Connor O'Gara on Twitter, uh, SEC oh. true freshman. Wide receivers with eight touchdowns from scrimmage since 2012. Amari Cooper, George Pickens, and Luther Burden the third. I had that stat written down too, Kenny. I was gonna, I was mm-hmm. gonna say it if you hadn't. But yeah, that's yeah. Go He's ahead, got Kenny. a nose for the end zone. That's for sure. I yeah. just the yards were not what I think um, I would have expected to be an all a preseason All SEC teamer. Sure, he I, wants I the should... Heisman this year. He said he that. does. Um, he does. If so Mizzou he, goes yeah. like ten and two, he might be a little he got might get a little buzz there you go i should clarify too javon foster chris abrams drain and mevis were second team burden hopper and darius robinson were third team i don't know if i said which team they were on but yeah um i know we tweeted about rake straw i liked the power mizzou quote tweet of that burden stat that you mentioned kenny that just said for all the people that said he didn't get the ball enough you know here you go it's so helpful you can use them on those little end arounds like in those in those in those run plays on the goal line and stuff but it's funny. It's he funny doesn't have Heisman that. odds, does he? 
No, I do. I, I don't. Know, think. Okay. If they are, it's like whatever the lowest yeah, yeah, yeah. is, the highest is for just any player. Right. Um, the, it's funny you say that though, because I remember last season, uh, Brady Cook had some issues with some down the field passes early on in the year, and I talked to Max Chadwick probably week five, and he was looking at it on PFF. He was like, he actually grades really well at uh, passes down the field. And so I wrote that in an article, and people were like, uh, the, 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 those computers don't know anything. And that, that was one of my favorite things. It's like it's kind of proving that people are probably a little bit too harsh on Brady Cook. He does make some some good passes. It's just some of his bad ones are just more engraved into your mind. I mean, I, you do I, – I just – I mean, no, you have, there are um – moments i mean where you absolutely see it i mean his pass to dominic lovett in the tennessee game that made it 28 to 24 that is one of the best throws i've ever seen in my life that was legitimately i think or maybe it wasn't dominic lovett i forget exactly who it was kenny can correct me if he can remember but um i mean he has moments where he looks absolutely fantastic but there are other moments i mean i think back to the k-state game where he had luther burden streaking he was like a good three yards past his defender and cook just missed him i mean missed him a good three yards short and five yards to the left i mean it's just inconsistent and maybe that's partly because of his injury um we don't really know but it's just a matter of getting him to be more consistent yeah that's i've seen him make some crazy throws and like that the armed for not the armed forces bowl when he kind of broke out in that game was was pretty like his last I drive like the last drive in that game was an absolute they went like oh gosh i forget it was like an 11 play drive 75 yards in like a minute 30 i mean right. he was so efficient he has moments and then of course we didn't even get to his best skill his legs i mean he can run the last yeah. three games in particular when bush hamden had the play calling i mean that was that gave a whole new dimension to the offense. Um, and then they kind of went away from it again in the bowl game because Hamden wasn't calling the plays and the offense looked bad again. So there is a world that exists where Brady Cook is an above average SEC QB and they can win eight or nine games, but I have to see it be put together consistently. Yeah, it was it was Tosky Dove on that uh, throw. Kenny found Kenny did the research. Um, yeah, I thought I remember it like over the middle uh, mm-hmm. the play, and I just couldn't. I didn't want to say if I was wrong or not, but I knew it was Toski. I know Toski. Yeah, okay. I because I like do a forty-eight yard were, reception. Mm-hmm. There game. were like two really deep catches there. Kenny, you bringing up Max reminded me too of just this like when everyone's kind of overthinking and and um, overanalyzing all these graphics and stuff that come out just because we're so um, starved for football and it's so close. When he he quote tweeted the Fox College Football. Um, top 10 freshman seasons and he said we we as a society need to stop treating redshirt freshmen and true freshmen the same I just thought that was funny like the, these are the types of tweets we get a week you know or even two days before college football starts he <laughs> also has some yeah. fun uh, preseason tweets as well with Sean Clifford having the most big time passes oh yeah <laughs> it's, it's a stat big time passes big time and passes. It has, uh, I think at four and I think that's the most of the preseason so shout out Sean Clifford who is 35 years old yeah I might see him Going to the Packer game. Uh, uh, I will I will point this out. Um, I looked at the box score just to double check. There was a deep throw that was also good to Toski Dove in that game, but the throw I'm talking about was to love it. It was a 38-yard okay. oh. touchdown. That made it 28-24. to 24. And then the game just ended. I don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, I think they called it after halftime. Yeah, weather. 
bad weather. We, we, it is pretty so bizarre close. that that was a worse game than the year before. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Especially because for three quarters it was pretty competitive. Yeah, that was that was just terrible. Um, yeah. So hype building. I mean, I'm seeing graphics like you know people tweeting unranked teams that will definitely finish unranked. They have Missouri as the second listed one. So, you know, they're getting, they're getting some hype from some of these like smaller accounts on Twitter. I get, you know, might just be people looking for content, but I think it's, it's pretty justified from what we've talked about all summer. Um, I won't spoil, but we're going to have a good preview on Sunday of stuff. So um, definitely tune into that. We put our kind of final touches on the off season, get ready to rock and roll. We still don't know who the quarterback is, but that's a good thing. You need to need to let them battle it out against a, North Dakota or South Dakota um, recruiting also has still been um, going on for football. We have a couple names, um, two guys who you definitely actually know as names of um, different people. One of them plays a different sport, um, but he did commit to Mizzou for football. His name is Jalen Brown. It is spelled the same as the basketball player does not make it fun to search for him uh, on his, on his pages and stuff. But um, Mizzou did pick him up Um He's their, I believe, 13th commit uh, in the class of 2024. Three-star defensive end from Alabama. Again, not the basketball player. That is my only other note on him. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of just out of nowhere. Uh, Didn't see any buzz on that one. But, um, hey, I I read somewhere, I believe, Kevin Peoples or someone on the defensive staff had been after him for a while. Uh, So, clearly a good target for them. Good measurables, stands 6'6", 235, according to 247, and those numbers could get even uh, better in this senior season coming up. Uh, looking at some of his offers, though, um, could be like a diamond in the rough for Mizzou. Uh, you're looking at Houston, Maryland are probably the, the next two. You only have one SEC offer being the Tigers, according to 247. So some of these other small schools that he was picking up offers from, but uh, from what Peyton said, it uh, looks like Mizzou sees something in him that other schools might not. Yeah, so maybe a diamond in the rough there. Other guy, um, again, a name you will know for uh, other reasons. Bo Jackson um, is his name. He is a running back four-star, according to 24-7, from Cleveland. Uh, He picked up an offer from Mizzou. Um, Looks like, looking at 24-7, he has offers from Kentucky, also Maryland, Cincinnati, Michigan. So a little bit, um, you know, better, a little bit bigger schools in the mix there, but seems like a, seems like another intriguing prospect. And again, another guy um, who has a, not a good SEO name. Yeah. I think we're just talking about him because his name is Bo Jackson. I mean, he's <laughs> in Ohio. Uh, that would be a very tough poll. I mean, I, I don't know a ton. I mean, Hey, they have a stack. They need to keep stacking names in that running back room. I don't think they have a true like superstar in there now. So. Man, I'm watching some of these clips on 247 right now. I'm probably looking really confused <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube. It's just not even fair. He looks like a like a grown man against like little kids in some of these clips. Like he's just bulldozing them, pushing them over. There's four guys chasing him down the field. He's changing direction, just running past them. No one stands a chance. This guy can do it all. It seems like oh, wow. here's, here's a play of him blowing up a receiver. So he's doing it on both sides of the ball. Interesting. Um, can he play he, baseball? He, I did read a tweet that he runs track and field. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Close. A lot of big offers on the table. Of course, Ohio State, Penn State, uh, a lot more in his region, Michigan, Michigan State, Kentucky, Cincinnati. Uh, a lot of schools after him. And you got to offer a guy like this. He's going to be a top recruit in his class. And he's already ranked number three in Ohio. Um, 
120th nationally, according to 247. Yeah. Um, you got to offer a running back named Bo Jackson. I think that's just sort of a sort of an obligation for for any any football team. Um, but yeah, so football stuff. Um, keep an eye because we're we're getting in we're we're getting we're getting geared up. We're gonna have a South Dakota here in just a week. Um, before I switch to basketball, I think I want to do the the Big J journalism shout out um, because we're having a, a little bit of a shift in in where we get our news as you know mizzou affiliates or mizzou you know people um dave matters leaving the post dispatch for those who are mizzou fans um you you probably know him well um he obviously has worked for the post dispatch i think for like 25 years and he decided or he's a uh, he's departing but um super great mentor for me i know kenny had you know kind of worked close with him too while he was um while he was there, but I just wanted to shout him out. Um, he was, a he's obviously a great, great reporter and he said he's not done. So we're going to find that out soon. He's got other Mizzou stuff in the works. Um, the only other story I wanted to share my best day ever on Twitter was with Dave, where he, we were covering the, um, men's basketball team at the NCAA tournament. And I asked a question to a, I think it was Princeton's coach before they played Princeton and he tweeted the response, but tagged me in the tweet. And that is my best day on Twitter when Dave Matter um, reached out on or, or tagged me on Twitter. None of my own tweets would ever do as well as some of Dave Matter's following. But it, it did kind of I appreciated it because it was a young reporter. And it, it, I took it as an acknowledgement of my reporting that he liked my question enough to bother tagging me in a tweet and not just tweet, you know, the quote and the response. So. Great. I know he I know he mentored way more Mizzou kids more heavily than me. Um, but yeah, congrats to Dave. We're excited to see what he does. He's not done. So Yeah, I mean everyone loves Dave Matter. I don't think there's ever a reason he's ever upset anyone, even on Twitter. Um, he can correct you every once in a while, and that's just the fun of it and his yeah. job. But uh one of the fun things I remember is we were sitting uh, at in the press box at the South Carolina game and we're all eating and he comes up to our table. It's Gerard from power Mizzou, uh, the three of us from the Columbia Missourian. And he's like, can I sit with you guys? And we're just like, yeah, like you don't have to ask, <laughs> like, like we should be giving up our seat to you. And he came sat with us and we were talking about the bowl game. Cause Mizzou was getting closer to us, uh, six wins. And he was telling us about uh, the game. And what's, what's the bowl game in like Northwest Louisiana, the celebration in independence bowl and they closed like the gates and some of the riders had to hop the gates to get out of the stadium. And he was just telling us like, I cannot do that again. I cannot go to the independence bowl. Uh, (laughs) Just fun stories like that. I remember at the Tennessee game, it might've even been the South Carolina game. He's talking to Desiree Reed Francois in the press box. He turns over to us and he said, which one of you wrote the story about the mayors? And then Sobel's like, that was me. It's, uh, it was just like, it's just, no, he knows what, what's going on. You know, who, well, who's writing what, if he doesn't talk to you about it, he's still reading it. So he was always good to the, the young journalist in the press box and everywhere else. Yeah. So it's good. He's staying around for Mizzou because I, to, to have him around is just someone to almost observe, even when you're doing your own work is definitely nice for all the aspiring big J journalists out there. So shout out, I, shout out to Dave. I will add, uh, I, I do know where he's going, but I'm not going to say because that's totally his announcement yeah, to make. His announcement. But as he said, he's not going very far away, so you'll still see. All right, him. you'll still see him. Good tease. That's a good tease. Um, okay, basketball. Um, this can be a real quick hit if you guys have any have anything on this. But just again, Dennis, we talked about um, Jaden Quintance, the five star center 
I have to apologize. I tweeted that he was a guard. Someone rightfully called me out on Twitter and said he's a center. I don't know where I got that. Um, he was a guard, but he has a neither. He's cast. like six ten. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I don't know where I saw that, but um, or got it confused. But he did pick up a future cast from Mizzou, Peyton. If you have anything as our as our crystal ball guy. Uh, Jesus Christ, Dennis Gates is ridiculous. Uh, that's really the main point. Um, Dennis Gates has brought just an unreal level of recruiting to even be in position to be seen as a favorite for a prospect of this caliber is so unreal when you consider where we were at with Mizzou basketball two years ago. I mean, this is straight up ridiculous. Uh, and yeah, just keep stacking them. I mean, you're looking at potentially, I wouldn't assume uh, Quintance uh, and Boateng would be the last two that they would take in this class. That would give you a class of T.O. Barrett, Peyton Marshall, Marcus Allen, Enor Boateng, and Jaden Quintance. That is easily the best recruiting class in Mizzou history. That would be pushing top 10, top five level if you land all those players. Um, and that would, and right now they're projected to do that. Uh, according to Rob Cassidy, he has crystal balls in for both Botang and Quintance to go to Mizzou. Um, Mizzou is turning into quite the basketball program right in front of our eyes. Um, this year, I think is going to be more of a transition year. You don't have the bona fide top end star like you had in Kobe Brown last year. They can still definitely be a decent team. But as long as they don't bottom out this year, um, I would think Mizzou would be in fantastic position going forward in basketball. Yeah, agreed. I, I the one thing I'll add, I was I was I did a little reading after I saw that, and I I do feel like you have to be careful with you know what you read about coaches and people who are close to pl- like these players about what they say because obviously they're going to be a little biased, but apparently like. What this what someone I was reading was saying is that he's played against like NBA players when he was like 14. Like they got him in gyms with like like some serious talent, allegedly again. And he was like holding his own. He seems really physical, um, which I guess if if you maybe come in a little undersized um, as a center, I don't know if he's truly 6'10". Well, I really know what I I did see. He doesn't want to just be like a true post player. And that does seem to add up with how Dennis Gates likes to build his team. He plays positionless basketball. You got to do true. a little bit of everything for the most part. Um, and I think he probably sees a good fit in Quintance here. Um, even if he is a little undersized for a center, he could probably play that when needed. He can probably s- slide out to the four when needed. Um, it's a perfect fit. And you know what? Even if it wasn't a perfect fit with a recruit of this caliber, you will find a way to make it work. Yeah, so big, big time, big time guy there that the Tigers are still targeting, um, and we'll see. Uh, baseball, I'll let you guys cook on this one. Another commit for Carrick Jackson, um, Caleb Trailer. Uh, he is twenty twenty five guy, third baseman, shortstop. What do y'all know about uh about him for Carrick? Well, he's not till twenty twenty six. Oh, twenty twenty six. My bad. He's a ways off. Um, don't doesn't even have recruiting rankings right now, but Carrick has gone all in on just completely molding the roster in his in his image. Uh, so many new commits this off season. Uh, yeah, that's really all I have. I don't 
there's not a lot to know right now. Yeah, he's still 15 years old. Um, there's just <laughs> nothing on perfect game yet about what to expect from this guy. Um, throws 76 on his fastball, but he is a third baseman and shortstop. That's where he's going to find himself in the future. One thing I'll say about this, he is from the Bronx. I want to watch a documentary of how kids in the Bronx, Queens, just anywhere in New York City, just become good baseball players. I'm like, where do they play most of the time? They're in a concrete jungle. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know. And you can see my dog in the background. Right now <laughs> I was about to say, we gotta, we gotta acknowledge the elephant or dog in the room. <laughs> elephant, yeah. Way to call my dog fat. That is Jesse. <laughs> but yeah, nonetheless, I, I would like to watch a documentary, just something about that, how some of these kids in New York City just become such good baseball players. Does Jesse have a take on Caleb Trailer? Big, big, uh, big baseball knower. <laughs> She's just looking at me. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, so we'll see down the road. That's that's a good point, Kenny. I don't know. Maybe it's like backyard baseball style. I just find like a parking lot and, you know, I don't know, stickball, something. Um, all right. Oh, only other note, uh, soccer. They beat Creighton three run on the road, so they're 2-0. and um, I watched a clip. They went down after 22 seconds in this game on an own goal. Oh, it was nice. one of the – it was one of the most, like, tough – like, this just – I'm saying this because I feel like it makes the, the comeback even more – like like good because they it was like Creighton crossed it on the right and someone went up to head it just went right off the top of her head straight backwards into the goal 22 seconds in they were down one nothing on the road and then they came back and won three one so um Kylie Simmons two goals in that game and then they play Omaha tonight to go three no so good good start for the goal on squad um but yeah tough tough to go down like that and come back from it but there you go Good Mizzou segment, uh, everybody. We got we got football. That's that's all I gotta say. We got football. Football is back, and with that, we will switch things over to quick hits. All righty, quick hits time. Uh, Kenny, you're starting us off. Jersey of the week. Jersey of the week. I sent this in our group chat last night. It's a picture of James Harden holding up a Dynamo jersey. He was at the game last night. The Dynamo <laughs> defeated. I'm finding the schedule actually right now. I just know that they're going to the U.S. Open Cup. Is that that's what it's called, Jack? That's uh, everyone's in the, everyone's in the U.S. Open. They're going to the U.S. Open Cup championship. Taking oh, nice. Miami, okay. cool. Enter Miami. Yeah. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> well, so uh, this team. is this is pretty big though for the Houston Dynamo. Or was um, oh no, it's sorry. Was it the men's team or the women's team? This is the men's team. Oh, I thought you said sorry. Never mind. Continue. Yeah, yeah, the, the Houston Dynamo. The dash. They are the dash. So full time, they won three one last night. Moving on, uh, pretty big for the Dynamo. They started off pretty slow this year. I was at the game where they beat LAFC, which was like the one of the reigning champions in the mm-hmm. MLS. So overall, um, good year so far for the Dynamo. Good bounce back after a rough start to the beginning of the season. Yeah, have fun getting destroyed by Messi. Maybe they should sign Harden. He wants out of Philly. Retire his jersey. He's going to China. <laughs> China. China. Uh, Peyton. Uh, my jersey of the week is going to be uh, Paul DeJong, San Francisco Giants. The last place St. Louis Cardinals. There's the jab for the episode. Uh, of course, traded uh, Paul DeJong, longtime shortstop Paul DeJong, to the Toronto Blue Jays uh, for just one minor leaguer, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember the exact return. Traded him uh, literally on deadline day, so like 30, like not even 30 days ago. And the Blue Jays already straight up released him after he went like three for 38 with like three singles and a lot of strikeouts. Um, 
But Paul DeJong, he didn't stay on the couch very long. He wasn't Paul DeCouch very long. He's now Paul DeGiant. Uh, he signed with a major league <laughs> deal with the San Francisco Giants uh, very shortly after being released. Uh, the Blue Jays have done this a lot, just giving up on their deadline acquisitions really quickly. I remember they acquired Brad Hand. Um, oh, and the prospect they got was um, they gave up for DeJong was Matt Svansson. Svansson? He's like Swedish Swanson or something like that. Um, the nice. Blue Jays, I mean, they nice of course, I mean, page guy. yeah, they traded, uh, they traded for Brad Hand, I remember, and released him after like two weeks because he just kept walking people. So they're not uh, very sh- shy about doing that. But yeah, congrats to Paul the Giant. Paul, Paul the Giant so saying it fast just sounds funny. I know you do that wherever, like with whatever, but it's it was funny to me. Um, my jersey of the week, I'm going in the soccer world. Also, while we're on the topic of jerseys, go to the YouTube. Shout out Kenny. He got me this jersey I'm wearing um, for the episode. But uh, the I'm, I'm sticking in. Gotten you. What? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's only... true. Other one was a re-gift. Uh, I'm doing, I'm staying in the soccer world. I'm doing uh, Aaron Ramsey, who signed with uh, English Premier League team Aston Villa. Uh, the reason I'm doing this is because the announcement for his signing uh they did the clip from the barbie movie when they're all going hi barbie hi barbie and um it's him being oh sorry it's not aston villa it's burnley jj watt i had the wrong team because when they get to the guy he goes hi burnley and then like he goes i mean barbie and it's really cringy and funny and so i just went with that those announcements are always funny to me um but yeah shout out aaron ramsey new start um and love the barbie movie Still need to see it. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, I was I was watching. It. I, I thought was like, it was funny. Ad? Yeah, I was it, so it, confused it, when you tagged that tweet. I thought I was watching an ad. They teased it. Um, but yeah, he went to he went to Burnley. Shout out JJ Watt. Got a new signing. Uh, awesome. What's next? You know what time it is? Guess that college. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay, this one's gonna be a tough one. I'll let's, I'll say it now. Oh great! Going all in on this one. She is South Dakota. Uh, <laughs> no, not South Dakota. That would have been a good okay, one. out. Uh, Jack, you can go for the. Hang on, that was an official guess. Okay, uh, we're oh, wait, wait, are we week. doing the? Are we doing the extra lottery ball, or does that start next time? We'll start next time. You can right, announce right. that later. All okay, right. starting it now with guess at college for episode twenty-five. Um, we're gonna have four guys here. I already have them in a specific order, so I'm not gonna ask you guys which ones you want first. Uh, we're gonna start it off though. We're going with the WWE. I guess not WWE, but he is in. He was a pro- professional wrestler. He was in MMA. Jake Hager. I don't know who that I is. I know what it is. Sorry, Nolan. Ding, ding, ding. You do? I know exactly what it is. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Jack. I, I, don't, know who, I don't know who that is. So I. Jake Hager, right. a.k.a. J- uh, Jack Swagger uh, in WWE, was a boomer sooner. That's what oh, everyone Nolan. calls me. Mm-hmm. Wow, oh, I thought this would be a lot harder. Uh, next names were Roy Williams, the safety for the Cowboys, Gerald McCoy, the old defensive lineman. I would have had Bucks. it on that one, too. And Bobby Wood Sr., uh, Bobby Wood Jr.'s mm. father. I would have gotten well. it on any of those. So that's fine. I would have gotten it on McCoy if I didn't get it. You couldn't have done like Buddy Healed. No, I'm not doing the easy one. I would have been too easy. surprised you got it right away. Oh, yeah. Why didn't you do Trey Young or Baker Mayfield? <laughs> I thought about Jack Mayfield, CD uh, Lamb, backup shortstop for the Astros, Jeez. but I didn't think anyone would get it. That would have been uh, a sly little one, though, because you could have been like, he's not the only Mayfield, but that would have been too obvious, too. I hey, think. shout out uh, shout out the 25th episode, by the way. We made it yeah. our 25. Our silver the pod, anniversary. The pod I form. guess our bronze. Bronze, yeah, if we're doing yeah. 100. 
Um, also, the lottery ball thing will make more sense later. But anyway, moving on. Uh, best beats. Football's back. Best, best beats. Records right now, 11-2. and two. Jack got the Crystal Palace one this past weekend. I will apologize. I said there was a Chinese buffet called Crystal Palace in Houston. It's actually called Silver Palace. Oh, so my God. Than oh. Crystal. Uh, I am 14-8. and eight. Granada did not beat Rayo Balancano. And then Peyton's Navy bet will, will find out on Saturday. Saturday. And Peyton's 11 11, 14 and 8. All Road right. to 500. Uh, my best beat of the weekend the coveted Hawaii versus Vanderbilt game this year is in uh, it's stateside. It's not on the island. Vanderbilt, I got them minus 17 and a half. Pretty high on Vanderbilt this year. Uh, Clark Lay is going to be a great coach. Yeah, a great coach at another school one day as well. Uh, but AJ Swan, I like him at the, at the quarterback position. Will Shepard looked good last season against Mizzou. Um, there are weapons there, and I just think they're going to blow Hawaii out of the water. Where is the game? Hey, don't take that the wrong way, though. Don't take that. It's the wrong in way. Vanderbilt. It's I was in, gonna in say Vanderbilt. no, it's but where in evil. Vanderbilt? I I don't know because I know their stadium is still their a stadium's mess. under um, construction still. Look that up. But it's kind of evil to be betting against Hawaii right now. Um, I think Hawaii is gonna be playing with a chip on its shoulder. Um, oh, good point. The terrible things that happened in Maui. Um, but no, I mean last year was a total mess for Hawaii. Like on the foot. Football wise, they were like two and ten. They gave up a million points a game. Um, Hawaii's in a in a rebuild state right now after how terrible their previous head coach uh, did. So it's probably a safe bet. It's still at the Vanderbilt Stadium. Yeah, Peyton, mm-hmm. this this is probably a safe bet. Yeah, as opposed to yours. Yeah, no, mine is pretty pretty safe <laughs> as well. Uh, my my bet. Pretty safe. So the the old adage is uh there's a famous clip I forget the players that uh it's two USC player it's two NFL players saying this is like when you're playing on USC and you have San Jose State come in you bury them I don't remember what player said it but it's a famous clip and that is happening this weekend San Jose State is coming in to Southern California well just I guess across the way you know what I mean. Um, uh, USC is a 30 and a half point favorite and I'm taking the Trojans. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> Caleb and you, Caleb Williams will be making his, uh, Heisman debut, uh, against the, the Trojans. Uh, and if you want to watch this game too bad, it's on PAC 12 network. Yeah, that, that's, that is the worst part of this. And then mm-hmm. what's the one on ESPN? Isn't it, isn't it like a action or something like some bad game? Yeah, I think I there's forget. a game at the same it's like same UMass time, New Mexico State. I think, yeah, I'm not just mistaken. awful. This I, we should put a rule if the spread's too high, if it's just an automatic lock. I really hope San Diego State loses by 29. You mean San Jose? Hey, be, San Jose State. San Jose um, State was solid last year. There you go. Maybe maybe put up a challenge to old Caleb. That that's just funny. Thirty and a half, but yeah, that'll they'll. Well, I'll have to find that clip. I'll put it. I'll put it in if I can find it of the player saying that. I just looked it up. I could not find it anywhere. All no? I could find was people burying stuff on San Jose's campus. Do a lot of people do that? I don't know. This is a car burial. That's all I read. I don't know. Okay. Car burial. Yeah. People odd. Burying cars. Look very, very odd. Um, anyway, uh, my best beat of the week. Uh, I am. I'm going full homer. Um, I'm doing preseason NFL. This game is also on Saturday, actually. I'm taking the Seahawks plus three over the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. I am going to this game. I get to see my beloved Seahawks 
I will get to see Drew Locke, more importantly, um, in person. Of course, something Kenny Payton and I could not do. We were not at Mizzou and missed him. Um, so that'll be fun. In Lambeau, little preseason game. You get, you know, actual close seats for um, no reasonable prices for for some preseason action. So hopefully, hopefully he plays. I don't think he's hurt. Um, but, yeah, go, go Hawks. Get to see him marching to Green Bay and stomp out the Packers. And we'll see if uh, – I, I hope Drew Locke plays. That would be kind of embarrassing if he didn't. But Jackson Smith and Jigbo will, more importantly. Um, all right, next. Spaceship. That's Mr. NASA. <laughs> Mr. East? I like no captain. He's the main bird. Main bird. We're gonna, this isn't going to be a jab at the Cardinals, but I am doing a Cardinals reference here. Richie and Joshua Palacios played each other for the first time in their major league careers. Uh, Richie Palacios is with the St. Louis Cardinals, and Josh Palacios is with the Pittsburgh Pirates. They had a series in Pittsburgh um, this past week. Uh, the, their parents were at the games. Richie and Josh's mom was switching hats and shirts whenever, whichever of her sons was hitting at the time. Um, pretty cool moment. Both of them hit home runs in this series as well. Uh, Richie hit a home run in the second game, and Josh watched it go into the stands because he's an outfielder. Overall, pretty fun moments there. Not a jab at the Cardinals, more just main birds. Wholesome. We got the jab Those in earlier. Main birds. That's my main bird. Uh, uh, my main bird of the week is actually a dirty bird. It's a dirty, dirty bird. Um, but the Baltimore Ravens, their stupid little try-hard preseason win streak is over at 24 games. They had not lost a preseason game since 2015. And Jake Fromm with the Washington Commanders oh marched his way down the field, set up a game-winning field goal for Joey Sly. Uh yeah, I hated hearing about that stupid Ravens preseason streak. You could tell Harbaugh did not want to lose that game. He kept going, incomplete, incomplete. He was ice in the kicker. It was some try-hard stuff, all right? And you cannot tell me the Ravens didn't want to win this game. They did care, and they didn't. Jake Fromm got it done. This is clearly the biggest win of his career. Uh, I don't <laughs> think he's ever won a Rose Bowl or an SEC title game. So, uh, yeah. Ravens' favorite. Peyton's guy. Um, I one uh, thing I'll go ahead. Go ahead. I'll add something there. Um, that this is also a preseason for the coaches, Peyton. So they need to treat it like an NFL game. They need to treat it like I'm a regular sure. season game. Play down to the wire. Ice the kicker. Find a reason. John to Harbaugh win. does not need practice. Okay, Icing, he's one of the best head coaches in the league. Icing a kicker in preseason is embarrassing. That's that's my ridiculous. second thing. Is that Jadavian Clowney, Texans legend, is wearing number twenty four. He was signed this past week before that game, I guess last week now. Uh, he's the reason that the record was broken. He was wearing number 24, uh, and that was 24-game streak ended. Oh. He was also running routes in practice and catching balls on slant routes. So shout out Jadavion Clowney. Wide receiver Jadavion Clowney. Also a QB room that includes Sam Howell and Jake Fromm is d- absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah, that's good. good job. Good job, Washington. Um, my main bird of the week is, uh, urban Meyer. Uh, no, I do not like urban Meyer, but I'm giving him a shout out for, uh, absolutely making himself look great and paying off Netflix to make a nice little puff piece about him. Um, which went under the name untold swamp Kings. Uh, I watched it this weekend. It was well done, uh, but not at all what you expected. Um, once I saw urban Meyer, I actually at first got excited because I thought there'd be some cool stories. And then I was like, Nope, he's definitely just paid off for this documentary. I don't know if you guys have watched it or seen anything about it. Um, I have not, but I do want to, 
and people have seemed very upset with it like very upset and i i kind of get why if what i've heard is true um not having the pouncy twins mentioned not having the cam newton story in there is ridiculous that is unforgivable uh one line about aaron hernandez is that true Yes, that is true. They mentioned him that one time. That is so bad. That is yeah. so bad. So it it's it does its job if you want to enjoy a documentary recounting how Florida won two national championships in the mid two thousands. You you do get that, and that was interesting. Um, just like kind of going back down memory lane for that. But yeah, it's they don't. It's called Untold, and it does not do a good job of telling the stories that we want about a team that was just as infamous off the field as they were on it uh, for like how well they did. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez once. Yeah. These, these untold documentaries, like I've watched a couple other ones. I watched breaking point, the one about Marty bird, Mm -hmm. the tennis player. That was pretty good. I watched the one about Tim Donaghy uh, taking that one was great. That one was really good, but the untold ones we've gotten lately. I mean, the more and more I think about it, the more I think the giant and Zelda kind of sucked because there just wasn't enough in it. It felt so rushed. And like, yeah. well, not it, was having puff, all it was a puff piece too. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. Like these could, these are, they're very high quality, very well-made. Um, some of the interviews are really entertaining. Like the Johnny Mansell one, the, like Kenny has mentioned it too. The Cliff Kingsbury interview was so funny. Um, he just came off like a frat boy. The one with the agent was great, but Overall, I'm kind of disappointed with how these have turned out. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't like the Swamp Kings one um, all too much. Go ahead, Kenny. I got um, when you kind of uh, think about it, like there's some of these players are already kind of talking about it. And you, I went on TikTok the other day, saw Cam Newton uh, said some things that weren't even mentioned. Cam Newton never got his championship ring. Uh, mentioned that they kind of bashed some players that didn't need to be bashed. They weren't all that bad. They just weren't as good compared to some of the other players on Florida. Uh, I, I reposted that one on TikTok. So you can go watch it if you want, or even just look up Cam Newton on TikTok. He said it well, uh, but just not, I haven't watched it yet, but not to mention like why Cam Newton couldn't play at Florida anymore. It's kind of ridiculous. He is a top 10 college quarterback of all time. I know that's art. You can argue that, but what he did at Auburn was insane. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. Him going to blend playing at a junior college, turning his career around. Of course, that's not at Florida, but you can explain why he was not at Florida anymore. Why, why did he steal those computers? What were some of those issues on the sidelines? Sometimes there's a lot to, that could have been in there. And I mean, I guess that's been told, but there's parts of it that should have been told. Yeah, uh, I yeah they they Urban Meyer had the audacity too, like saying they he went through and name dropped a bunch of people saying we had the best recruiting class and mentioned Cam Newton. And I was like, how dare you, dude? Like he didn't he didn't do anything for you, and you kicked him off the team. Um, so yeah, I I would like to propose putting him on the band from the show list. Do we sure, approve? we can put Urban Meyer on there. Um, I will right. say, I mean, it's not exactly his fault why Cam Newton wasn't on the team. That that's true. Um, I I just don't like Urban Meyer, and, and but he he's done a lot of other heinous things. But yeah, they they didn't like the whole. Fun. That's the, the the funniest part about all of it is at the very end after they lost in two thousand nine. Urban Meyer like made it all about himself, being like, you know, I I was in a terrible spot, like mentally. I like you know just was very, very overdramatic about everything and didn't mention at all about the wild 911 call that his, like, wife made that, like, ESPN got and stuff. And, like, they, they just made it very much, like, 
oh yeah, it was it was a you know easy. He he just had to step away from football. There was a lot more to it about how he didn't coach them in their bowl game after they didn't go back to the um, national championship. So that was I thought that was a little ridiculous. But anyway, apologies um, if I missed this. What was his connection to birds? Oh, Urban Meyer was uh, <laughs> yeah. once at Illinois State. Oh, he was and Bowling he was Green. Bowling Green's yeah. head coach too. I also I also just said main bird because he looks good. he looks good in it. So you know he's he's the main bird of right. that documentary. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's that was my that was my main bird. But I also real quick want you guys to watch it just to hear Tim Tebow talk in it. I don't know if you've seen clips Kenny on TikTok or either of you, but just I want to hear. I don't want to spoil how he, just how he talks. Listen to how he talks in it. Uh, it's fun, very funny. Yeah, I will um, watch it eventually. Yeah. Anyway, uh, best things you learned. Best thing I learned this week. Eh, these NFL aggregate accounts are so weird. Um, NFL notifications on Twitter, which is one of these garbage, just terrible aggregate accounts, um, literally made up a story about how Matt Eberflus and Nate Davis, Matt Eberflus, the Bears head coach, Nate Davis, the Bears newly signed right guard, they talk about how Eberflus like said he wasn't practicing hard enough. There was something about how Nate Davis had a special connection to lobster rolls. It was like this really long thread, just a, like you'd have to read through it. I'm not going to read through it all. Basically, it was about how Matt Eberflus and Nate Davis went from enemies to now friendly and getting him back on the field. It it this would he made this up there I have looked everywhere there is nowhere else this story has been reported he made it up these aggregate accounts this is not the first time an aggregate account has made this stuff type of stuff up stuff up there are others that have made up the fact that the NFL draft might be extended to ten rounds there have been just ridiculous oh God, stories I don't know like it's just interaction bait because now you can make money through X this right. is like heinous stuff it's literal fan fiction. So NFL aggregate accounts, I hate them all. Um, they're scourges. Ari Myrov is like the only acceptable one, I guess. Um, but this is really gross. Yeah, that's very weird. NFL notifications uh, re-ranked the 2021 quarterback class. Justin Fields is number one. Trevor Lawrence is number two. One of those quarterbacks has been to the playoffs. Whoa. And it wasn't Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Moving on. A Bears fan even knows that's a terrible take. I don't like Twitter accounts that change the font. Like they, they oh, me neither. The process I think you can yeah, do yeah. that on if you have like the check mark, but yeah, he italicized it and made it smaller. That's so lame. So lame. Kenny, what's the best thing uh, you learned? Kenny, what'd you learned? I don't even know if this is the best thing I learned. I kind of like had second in embarrassment. We needed to talk about this though. I wa- I no. almost spoiled this when Peyton brought up the game. And I was like, I, oh, wait, Penny has it. Oh, I'm watching it right now, and I yeah, can't watch it. <laughs> I got to I got to like, You want me to do it? You want to tap out? Crack, I'm addicted. Tap, tap me in. watching it. Okay, so uh, Josh Harris was on the Monday Night Football broadcast, of course, the new owner of the Commanders. <laughs> Joe Buck putting his hands out because he talks with his hands, put his hand out like this, and Josh Harris thought it was a handshake. <laughs> it's up to watch. And they had been, they had been talking on tv for at least a minute or two by the time this happened and espn grabbed it because they weren't showing any clips of the game at the time they were talking they weren't r- running the b-roll and he looks down and he goes 
<laughs> I think he down. like knows immediately he messed up too. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then he goes back and he goes makes like a face like mm, what did I just do and puts his hands on his hips. Yeah, like, he doesn't even do hands, like... he doesn't even do the like shove the hands in the pockets just to, like get him yeah. away. He like puts them on his hips, which like makes it almost worse to me. It's so funny. The best and part is like he... Josh... he go ahead, go ahead. It's not like Josh Harris doesn't know people talking with his hands. He's talking with his hands. He's yep. clapping his hands and moving them around. Oh, my God. I think it's just one of those things where he's like, he's nervous to be on TV. This is the first time he's talking to the national audience. And he just kind of got flustered. It was like, oh, his hands out. I got to shake. And he's like, oh, God, what am I doing? And then so- you, I bet the worst part is he has to know it's like right after they go off air, he's like, oh, God. He walks out and he knows Joe Buck is going, what the hell was that? <laughs> And Troyton's like, oh, uh, he pulls out and he starts to come. Okay, to be, fair, <laughs> to be fair, Joe Buck said, you're no stranger, dot, 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 then put his hand out. So maybe that triggered something in his mind. Shake it. Yeah. Shake it, stranger, stranger must not be stranger. Handshake. <laughs> but it's almost like a dog when it sees, like, food in someone's hand. <laughs> it's just like... Maybe he thought it was like the end of the segment, but then he had to realize like, oh, I've been talking to them for like 20 seconds. Like this is not. Oh my God. It's it's so funny. Rewatching it every time you find something new that Josh Harris does that you don't notice. Like he, he like does like, like this afterward. Like, uh, like he knows, he knows he fucked up. He knows he messed up. Oh, that's I so feel funny. bad for overanalyzing just an, uh, an obvious mistake, like uh, for a handshake, but it's so awkward. It's, it's pretty so... Awkward. He's like he's, he's a- <laughs> looking around like that. It's so terrible. Please, it. please watch this quick hit on YouTube. Um, yeah, he's under a lot of pressure. You know, he, he's a new owner. He's got a lot to deal with. He he, he doesn't know the social cues. Maybe I, don't I just know. watched it. Okay, last thing I'm gonna say. <laughs> I watched it, and Troy Aikman like immediately notices what he does. Like Joe Buck just wears it like a champ. He keeps going. But Troy Aikman literally goes, and then just gets the big goofy <laughs> grin on his face because he realized how oh awkward God. it was. Oh, that's yeah, good chills. Good one. I'm so glad. Good I'm best so glad thing, we, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Great best thing. Um, I'll go. I'll go quick on mine because it's not nearly. No, I can't follow that up. But uh, I'm doing the the this tweet. Um, this comes from it might be one of these weird aggregate accounts. I don't know. But uh is a tweet that's the best selling jerseys in the UK. I just want to shout this out because this is one of my favorite things in sports to look at uh who from other countries are buying like American league teams like jerseys. It's just so funny. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are the number one and number two, according to this. This might be fake. I might be getting fooled by another fake thing. I don't even know. Um, it looked real enough that I put it in here. But uh they have Vita Vea on here, Kirk Cousins at number nine. Um, some of the rest of these are like kind of okay. Well, TJ Hawkins. This is, is fake. It fake. Is it yes. fake? Yes, this is fake. Why, Jesus, I, man, come on. Why would so, why would someone why would someone fake the UK? Jersey I don't know. Stuff? I made it up. I don't know if it's fake or not. Okay, uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I'll here. I'll I'll do my own research. But I just think it's funny. Um, I'll do my I'll do my research my research live there's a lot of vikings on here and it makes me kind of think that there are still vikings in europe it's kind of hilarious there's no jaguars on here when you consider they're (laughs) over there four times a year okay i have an article from yahoo that says dk metcalf tyler lockett top uk jersey sales so Mm. i think it's real 
Yeah, I know. I was just lying. On three, also, I think has it. Maybe not. Top stop telling jersey sales in the United Kingdom revealed. That's a big deal. Anyways, I just think these are funny. Ratio. Yeah, we got. Oh yeah, we got three. But I just think they're funny anyway because it's just other other people from other countries. I like to see what players they support. But there you go. Not fake. We we actually have four. Um, I got another one I'll throw in here because we got a lot of people sending in ratios this past week, which is good to see. You know, if you want to send them in, send them in. Um, so this one Twitter account, uh, of course, we'll, we'll start off here. Lindsey Miller is a reporter in South Carolina. Story update, colon, one killed, one injured after explosion levels, $2 million Mooresville home owned by NFL player Caleb Farley. Um, a t- Titans Twitter account quote tweeted and said, hope he and his family are okay, but because we say the shit no one else is willing to say out loud, dot, 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 insurance scam from a player about to broke and out of the league question mark hashtag titans so that mm. was from titans oh tonk who paid for a check mark on twitter also had the twitter logo next to it on x i need to start saying x a little bit more they replied to us i quote tweeted that tweet it has since been deleted one of the owners of the account was apologizing saying it was some guy named nate that was tweeting it, it was just oh, not wow. a part of nate's character nick's character and the whole titans tonk account was former veterans or former U.S. military people. I mean, they, they were just, they're huh. veterans. And that's like the whole basis behind is that they're, you know, supporting the Titans. They'll say stuff other people won't say. It got up to 206 quotes, one repost and seven likes, 12 bookmarks. I quote tweeted it on our account. Titans Tonk replied something on the lines of indeed, you know, this, this might be the ratio of the yeah. week. Titans Tonk doesn't exist anymore. The Twitter account is gone. Uh, oh really deleted it yes it is no longer a thing oh wow this might this is one of the good ending first yeah yeah fitting ending for a stupid tweet so there you go um another one was their last tweet ever reply to us no they were replying everybody they they were they were after they were just like hey if you got a problem meet us somewhere it's like okay buddy oh right well yeah um friend of the show luke magnanti he submitted this one last night it's some uh, bickering going behind uh, two members or two cast members of Big Brother. At some point, Zach Wurtenberger replied, how'd you last 82 more days than me and get just as many jury votes? I don't really comprehend a lot that goes on with Big Brother. <laughs> and I, yeah. He sent me this and I was like, I don't really understand it, but I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh, nearly yeah. 4,000 likes, 200 quotes, 250 reposts in response to a tweet from Derek Frazier, who quote tweeted a Zach Wurtenberger uh, tweet they were going back and forth all night um on wednesday he only got 127 likes 10 reposts and quotes and then nine replies so zach Wurtenberger also earned a ratio of the week award um all right another ratio of the week uh i mentioned this earlier but this is uh at king Favre on twitter maybe investigate his uh financial if he defrauded anybody um he tweeted just look at just looked at week zero of college football games if you didn't attend any of the schools and still watch you're sick uh, everyone basically uh, just owned him. It had 518 likes, 1,582 quote tweets, 35 bookmarks. Um, everyone was just replying with various images of like people being sick because obviously college football's back and everyone loves college football. And that guy is uh, dumb for tweeting that. But um, yeah, even our own Max Chadwick got in on the action. I think he quote tweeted it. That's how I found it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last ratio of the week. Uh, we got an article from Variety. How Hollywood can unleash the power of AI guest column. Uh, People do not like this idea at all. It wasn't like an egregious ratio like some of the others. It has 37 replies, 
uh, four reposts, 26 quotes, nine likes, and four bookmarks. Uh, it's basically an article talking about how they can use AI to kind of help with filmmaking. Uh, this was submitted by Justin Bear, friend of the show. Um, and yeah, people did not like this idea at all. Um, so yeah, those are our ratios. Yeah, I feel like especially in the middle of a writer's strike, that's not a good thing to tweet how AI is going to alter. Yeah, just I didn't even think you. about that. That's true. <laughs> not probably smart. Last um, thing I'll, I'll mention on that is is Gannett that's having some of their newspapers have AI writers uh, for I their high this. school sports. <laughs> no, and it was not working at all. It was not working well. But yeah, that's that's not good. Um, all right, good ratios, everybody. Uh, all right, we're gonna segue and finish the show with our Mount Rushmore of movie villains. Okay, uh, we're going to finish the show with another Mount Rushmore. Uh, we're going to do Mount Rushmore of movie villains. Now, I we've had the controversy about the wheel. People haven't seen the wheel. We don't know if Jack maybe is ringing it, rigging it. So I found Garbage. a solution. I found a lottery machine uh, in my house. I have to move my webcam. It's, it's right back there. I put 30 ping pong balls in it, 10 for each of us with our, with our initials on it. I'm going to spin this machine and this will determine who goes first and everyone will see and that way there will be no um, bickering about if i rig the wheel so here we go well one of those is was obviously put in a freezer so there will be one that is very cold that nolton will pull out that has a, the letter j on it all right i'm gonna get the i'm gonna put the I'm going to get the key. I'm going to open it. I will look at the camera while I open the, the lottery machine and get the ball. Yeah, I'm, I got my eyes on this, man. Oh, you're looking at the machine right now. I didn't, I didn't yeah. He just moved it. He just moved the balls even more. Okay. I had to get to the door. Okay. I have a ball. I have this not looked. Jay, I'm leaving. I have not I'm looked. done if this is a J. Some fell out. <laughs> it's a J. It's a J. I'm so done with this. We do not – this is not a good – like, this is a bad oh. system. We can't do this. I hope you I all have, enjoyed the I one episode we're going to have a lottery machine because this is clearly it also, just great. It also moves on its own. It's very it's very annoying. Um, it, it's a J, so I, so I will be going for it. i got to fix my camera too. Um, I'm going to go first. Are we going to stand for this? <laughs> I know that there's other uh, balls in there with our letters on them, Peyton, because before you got in here, you showed me. I'm just. All right, it's, it, all right. Peyton, you're, I'm you're second. Third. You're second. You can go second. <sighs> Look at you're that. Up. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, one one. Um, I was take. I was thinking we'd all have the same for one one, but then Kenny, before we were talking off air, and he seemed to have a different one. I'm picking Darth Vader first overall. Yeah, that would be my pick. It's just crazy to, how that worked. I can't go. I gotta go, Darth. Peyton, we could depending on who you take, we could maybe trade. No, I don't want to trade. I don't trade with okay. Peters. Well, it's your um, turn. Hey, the lottery machine worked. All right. Okay, my um, my villain that I'm gonna take is going to be uh, Joker from oh, The Dark Knight. Ah, nice. Uh, I, I think it's just the obvious pick. You can take either Joker from like the live action ones. I haven't watched the animated ones, but I've heard Luke Skywalker voices them, so I've heard, it's probably pretty good. But my uh, pick is going to be the Dark Knight version of the Joker. Uh, Heath Ledger himself. Yeah. He he yeah. He's on the Mount Rushmore for sure. Yeah, we just put Heath Ledger in parentheses. Yeah. Okay. My second one's or I guess I got two here. So I got my first one is gonna be Leanne Tui from the blind side. I mean, she is a <laughs> super villain. 
I'm I'm doing Leanne Tuli. You guys think she's a good person, but she's not. She stole a lot of money oh from Michael Orr. I don't know if I you thought actually your first one. Was good. Why? She's, she's not a villain. villain in the. She's not in the movie. She's a villain now, and oh she's a villain. God. Can I take Leanne Tuli? Yes. Blind side. Forget it. Sure. Take Leanne Tuli. Why not? Is my first villain. Uh, second round pick here. <laughs> I can't believe this guy lasted this long. Bruce, <laughs> the shark from Jaws. I think <laughs> he is a villain. He eats people. Is his name Bruce? Bruce? Bruce the shark. Bruce yeah, that I Jaws. Are you sure you're not thinking? Is is that why they named the shark in Finding Nemo Bruce? Bruce. Hello, Isn't that Bruce. Hello, Bruce. What are you doing, Bruce? All right, good, good one, good one. Yeah, no, that's good. Uh, all right, Peyton. Now this is this is tougher, um, but I think I'm gonna go with Jack Torrance from The Shining. I don't know how you can be much more iconic than the "Here's Johnny" line. Uh, if I watched that movie, I almost crapped myself when I was a kid. So I, I probably shouldn't have funny. watched it at eleven. You thought it was funny. When he goes, a, here's Johnny. Here's he's Johnny. A psychopath. Is like every time I hear that, I just laugh. Like when you were saying it, I was thinking, I was like, that is such a funny scene. It is an awesome scene. I mean, it it's sadistic. I mean, he's really good. His death is hilarious too. Not gonna lie. Looking back, he's just frozen in the maze. But yeah, that's going going to be my pick. Good pick. Um. Oh wait. Uh, here's the reason why the shark's name is Bruce. He's nicknamed. Uh, Bruce, after the first name of Steven Spielberg's lawyer. Ah, that's that's creative. I do think I've heard that story. Because lawyers are sharks, Jack. I knew you probably didn't get that one, so I had to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Enough. Jack, you got two. Um, I have two. Um, I'm going to pick... I'm going to dig into my childhood here, too, I think. I got to go with the Dark Lord himself. I'm going to go with Voldemort from Harry Potter. Um, I got the Star Wars and Harry Potter, so there's no bickering. People, I know some people argue which is better. I don't. Um, Star but, Wars is. Yeah, I'll pick, I'll, pick a, I'll pick Voldemort, and then I'm going to pick... You know what? I really did like this when I, when I put it on my big board. Even older, give me the Wicked Witch of the West. The, the uh, villain of... I don't even remember with the Emerald City. Where the where the hell did they go? Mm-hmm. We're not in Kansas yeah. anymore. Um, I just like I don't know. She was scared. She was scary when you were you know like four years old watching that movie. She had the she had those crazy like hench people and she melted. Spoiler. So give me the give me the Wicked Witch of the West as my third pick. Her weakness was water. I don't know how good a villain that is. She was evil. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, her weakness was H two O. She stopped um, a lion. Anyways, my uh, my next villain. I'm very happy to be getting this guy in round three. I kind of thought you were gonna oh, get him. Dang it! I I can't believe um, Kenny didn't take him either with one of his yeah. two. It's probably because he had to pick Leanne Tui to <laughs> however you say it. Um, Tui. He's the most quotable uh, villain mm, I've dang it. ever seen. Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I was hoping. Yeah, I had him on um, my board too. You could have taken Leanne Tui. In round four. Yeah. And the shark. I don't think any of them would have been. Yeah, and the sh- I didn't have the shark. The shark is a sneaky, decent pick, actually. But I'm a little pissed yeah, no. I didn't think of the shark. Favorite I, I got to go with Thanos. I mean, there's just nobody. 
especially Infinity War Thanos, that is like one of the most captivating villains ever. Good pick. Um. Uh. Yeah. Can you last two? Got two here. Uh Can <laughs> I know I bashed on the pick a lot. Can I take Gru? No, he's not the villain. Are you kidding okay, me? Not... You just argued <laughs> Wait, with yeah, me yesterday okay, that he on. wasn't a villain. Yeah, we need to, we need to acknowledge okay, okay, what whoa, happened whoa, then whoa, yesterday. Whoa, 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 I won't take him there. We don't have to talk about it. I just want to point out that yesterday we were debating this, and Kenny and I, Peyton wanted to take Gru, and Kenny said, no, Gru's not the villain in this movie. So this is a you strange even made a pun. turn of events. You made a pun. Yeah, he's not the, he's we're not going the villain. To he's steal a really the bad villain. He becomes a good guy at the end. So I'm not taking him. Wait, I was going to take a question of someone. Does Loki count, or because he's a good guy now? Yes, so I don't know. I think he counts. I though. would count him. Yeah, I think he okay. I would count Loki. I'm gonna take Vector then. Um, <laughs> um, that's my third one. You're uh, putting together the worst team ever. This is a good team. I don't know what you're talking about. Leah Two is so funny. Uh, all okay. right, you're a second. So who, who do I have now? So do you I, want Loki so and Vector? No, I'm not taking Loki. Um, I'm thinking about <laughs> dog scratching itself in Ul- the background. Ultron. <laughs> I think Ultron's a good one. You want one. Ultron? He's a good one. <laughs> I mean, he's good, right? This is Do you the want worst him? team ever. No. I kind of like Dormammu. Yeah. Dormammu. Dormammu. Giant spark cloud. Time to die. Time to die. You come to die. No, Who? he's an anti-hero, not a villain. Venom does not Who? count. I will not. I will oh, not. Count Venom. That. No. Yeah. Well, you'd have no. to take the really crappy version from three. You wouldn't get Tom Hardy. Okay. What about no. Bowser? He's not Bowser is a what? villain. Oh, in the Mario movie? Yeah, yeah, okay. Good hmm. God, this is a Are terrible... you picking that? Please tell me that's not your pick. Is your big board empty? I still got like like eight. Look up I mean, Disney I... villains and pick one. I thought he was gonna take uh uh Chick Hicks from uh Cars. I had him on that my, would be on a great pick. That would oh, be wait. a good pick. That was the first name like I wrote on my big bar from Lion King. I'll take Megatron. Okay, I mean that's not that wasn't Shred- on my board, Shred- but I mean that's from not Transformers. Good. Yeah. Why didn't you take Shredder? You just <laughs> oh shoot! I'll take Shredder. I'll take Shredder. <laughs> oh my god! Next that we put in the wrong name. We'll take we'll take the fine. We're we'll like the fucking Buccaneers drafting the wrong Shredder. guy. <laughs> good lord! Thank you, Peyton. Forgot bonus about best uh-huh. bonus best thing I learned: the Buccaneers drafted the wrong guy in the NFL draft once. I did. I've seen that. There's a video about that. It's really good. All right. I'm going to be a little bit of a victim of the moment, but I really just loved like every scene with him in it. Like it was just so captivating. The end of this movie, Lewis Strauss from Oppenheimer is going to be my. Oh, that's, pick. that's a good pander. You're that was, the... Oh, it's a bit uh, like victim of the, of the moment, but like the, the ending of that movie, like was so good. And I was like just on the edge of my seat watching Strauss just like go on long monologues like about to Han Solo and the other guy about like how <laughs> the system is. It was awesome. That's a good pick. I Yeah, you got you got a panda with that one. Um I regret the Wicked Witch of the West. That was a bad pick. That was a dumb I pick. I, I don't know why I picked that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mr. Leanne Tui. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, shut up. Hey, I won't take Leanne that Leanne Tui is a villain. She robbed Michael Orr of money. She's, a, a, she's a real life villain. Movie. She should have been how one, would Sandra, one How would Sandra Bullock feel about that? I don't care how she feels. 
Um, she played a villain. Fuck. Ugh. All right, I'll just, well, hmm, uh, no, I'll pick quick. I'll pick quick before I reveal the rest of my big word. I got to go with him because I thought that I liked this movie more than The Dark Knight, which I know is a hot take. Give me Bane. I don't oh, care. Geez. I don't care. I do like I Bane. Care. Bane's a good pick. Bane is cool. What? That is a bad take a, that you like. I can, that do a good Bane, I, 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 I can do a good Bane impression. You guys want to hear it? Me too, if I have an empty Pringles can. No, you got to. You think I was born in the dark. Yeah, I sound better with I sound better with Mini Pringles can. Shut up! Nobody they, did you guys until I put on the mask. That was in like <laughs> I didn't a, know who I was. Lines. Nobody uh, cared until I put on the mask. Other ones I had on my board: um, Corella Deville, Hundred One Dalmatians, villain. Uh, I, had, one, I had I had Chick Hicks, uh, Agent I put, Smith. I put Sauron. Oh, oh, that's yeah, a good I, one. I, Agent, Agent Smith, yeah. I put. Sauron I thought about Scar from Lion, Lion King. Oh, yeah. Green Goblin. I had Green Goblin on mine. That would have been a good one. Hannibal Hello, Lecter. Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter, Lecter would have been a good one. Palpatine. I, I could have taken Palpatine. Oh, I Palpatine. I liked uh, Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen that movie. I, have not, I haven't seen that movie at all, so I don't. I wouldn't know. It's a Christmas Sorry. movie. It is. That'll uh, probably be I'll, a list to do one day. I accidentally put um TV show villains on my big board because I just was in, in the zone of finding villains, and I had Gustavo Fring on there for you Breaking Bad fans. But obviously that doesn't count. It wasn't in El Camino. Um. All right. So I had Darth Vader, Voldemort, the Wicked Witch of the West, and Bane, uh, Peyton, Joker, Jack Torrance, Oh, uh, no, not Voldemort. Uh, Thanos and Louis Strauss and Kenny. Leanne Tui, uh Bruce the Shark, Vector, and Shredder. <laughs> Great team. Great the best team. part oh is Shredder in more. the movies, like nobody cares. Who would your next pick be if you had one more? What would you pick? Well, I wanted Thanos. He was going to be my third. Oh. Um, but I'd probably take Loki. Okay. Or Magneto. That's fair. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Good draft, everybody. Um, that's going to do it. We will uh, see everyone on Monday. We have um, a fun show. We're going to preview. We're previewing South Dakota. So we are, we are in football season. Football is back. Everyone have a fun and safe weekend. We will see you on Monday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.